Welcome everybody to the Forever DMs. I'm Cameron, your current DM, and I have constant doorbells ringing in my ears. No, no! How dare oh, you! No. <laughs> lucky, lucky me. I got. I have one that we picked up while you weren't in call. Behind the beans, I'm Evan. <laughs> no, I tried to steal it from you, and you have one that I don't even know about. Yeah, yeah I, had a, I had a couple choices. I also could have hit a Russian roulette of pain medication. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! That was going to be mine, but uh, in response, you've activated my trap card, and I am the Grim Specter of Fate lurking right behind you. No. Um, Oh, what? I didn't realize you were right there. <laughs> cool, guys. Um, what do I do? Hi. Uh, <laughs> how's it going? Yeah, there we how's go. It <laughs> it's Eli. What's up? All right. I mean, hey. let, let's be real. There's no better joke. Like, there's no better stop to a running joke than a, like a full like skidding halt that just sends the entire joke <laughs> crashing to the floor. It's, it's hilarious. Like, uh, boom, boom, boom. All uh, the jokes crashing into I each other. I love it. Anti-jokes, if you will. Yes. Oh, no. No. Let's not, let's not get started on that. Um, <laughs> wow, we're we're going fast-paced today. I can't believe we're Ooh. done with the intros. This oh, yeah. That may have been our quickest one ever. It's like yeah, our quickest wow. intros we've ever done. This is like a minute and a half. We're speeding along today. I guess we're just really getting into our professional element now. We're just... Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it only took us how long? <laughs> uh, oh, you know, like almost a year. Almost yeah, a year. Uh, all right. A couple right. seasons. Three quarters. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, like, honestly, I mean, well, yeah, give or take. Well, yeah, because now each arc, is like, <laughs> each arc is like almost 10, and then we have like a break to kind of round it up to 10. So, yeah, we end up doing about four arcs a year. There you go. That's actually does line up pretty well. Ooh, um, seasonal. So let's uh, let's talk last episode, everybody. Does anyone want to take away the recap from last episode? Not I, me. Okay, I think it's been a minute since I did it, so I, I think uh, I think All I'd right. like to volunteer as tribute. The bookkeeper himself. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> so that was. I'm sorry. Last episode, we finally saw our heroes take to the air on their newly found airship. I believe, as yet unnamed. Uh, yes, I named it. Yes. Can confirm. Dear oh. Alistair, hit a. I believe it was a natural twenty on investigating the ship for arcane eyes and found literally every single one, uh, thus <laughs> allowing us to converse without being spied on, which was good because we immediately went below decks and found out that our ship was packed full of bombs that I'll be real, I, as Evan, still barely understand how they function. <laughs> uh, we then had a fun instance of Fred and Alistair Meeting and interacting with the crew, raising morale on one end and lowering it on the other, <laughs> as Ash mushed two swords together up in the crow's nest. Uh, and pretty fair. Yes. And then uh, it, it all capped off when a uh, something dubbed a splinter uh, appeared flying through the air in the middle of a wind. What was it like? A a rainless storm? I think it was a rainless storm. That's yeah, correct. It was a rainless storm. Yeah. A rainless storm this lightning shooting tree just kind of landed on the boat and started <laughs> just just doing a lot of a lot of goddamn thunder damage I'm, I'm, I'm scary fred was like loki loki just like being the protect and like got slapped in the face a couple times it was great and knocked out of reality for a hot set yes there were a few yeah. <laughs> moments in that combat uh, such as valgorg picking up a ballista and using it like a crossbow ash casting beautiful. a very handy heat metal on uh, his newly mushed together blades. 
to get some some good fire damage on the tree, and Fred getting slapped into infinity, and getting a couple <laughs> of glimpses back into time to figure out exactly what was going on between the two dragon siblings, how the splinters and the tree came to this realm, and uh, yes, this this it. I don't know. Just, wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Fred woke up and we ended. <laughs> brilliant we are less than five minutes in and we're done with the recap too let's go wow I'm just gonna sit yes. down. Round of applause, and, everybody. and i did it Round all in voice too <clears throat> yes that's right you, yeah you were full bookkeeper voice <clears throat> yep <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah that was very well done so we're picking up right where we left off um you guys are recovering from this sudden attack on your ship. The dark clouds around you have started to uh, disperse a little bit. Um, you're getting more clear skies. Is it getting later into the day? You look around you and you see, you know, you surmise some of the damage that has happened to your ship. Um, you see a lot of the crew. No one died, which is very great. Um, you can see like some crew members are injured. Some may be even mortally injured. You see that the first mate is, like, really messed up. Uh, Valkoric's also pretty messed up. Um, and the ship itself, um, you see that the uh, engineers that you guys have on board who are maintaining the um, spells active to keep this afloat and also propelling at a, a decent speed, you see that they, um, they're they around the center mast, and while they're not um, injured you can tell like they're kind of like wavering a little bit. Like it seems like they're kind of getting exhausted from maintaining that spell uh, over the course of this past fight. Um, uh, you can also tell that the ship itself is, is pretty damaged. Like the sides of it, the front like the top of the deck um, partially is caved inwards because of the uh, splinter Great. landing. Um, there's holes going through like the sides. There's like wind blowing through and everything. Um, everyone uh, has their special oxygen masks on, so the breach of, like, wind is just more annoying than anything, and it's hard to hear each other over, like, the force of wind breaking through the spell um, and through, like, the floor and, and the um, sides of the ship. Um, that's all you guys can summarize, just looking around, just glancing about. Uh, but Alistair, um, mm -hmm. you see that the first mate, critically wounded, is is kind of, like, limping over to you. Um and and speaks up and says, um, uh, "Captain, we're gonna we're gonna need to find a place to dock fast. I mean, uh, a lot of the crew took injuries that aren't gonna be bad for now. But if we don't get them to a healer within, I don't know, like a day, myself included, honestly, I'm kind of fucked up. Uh, we're gonna be running the ship on bare bones, if at all. I mean, weird choice of words, but all right. Well, first of all, here uh, I use uh, cure wounds, second level. Ooh, that's twelve, sixteen points of healing for him. Ooh, you um... tripled his HP." Dang, okay, that was my last pack slot. Um, and, uh, right, so, yes, no, I was about to suggest we need to find somewhere to land, and my understanding is that the surface isn't really a thing anymore, but we should probably get to a lower elevation out of the storm. Yeah, so uh, there's, there's a few options we got from around here. Um, uh, yeah, let's, he should, he's, like, kind of absorbing that healing, uh, and as, like, his wounds are, um, kind of sealing themselves shut, he, whoo, takes a deep sigh out. Okay, okay, I'm good. Um, yeah, Second no. This... order of business before you get to that, we need a detail of sort of uh, crew members to go down and check the cargo. There's some uh, uh... very important crates down there that I don't want going off before they're supposed to. Got it, yeah. Um, 
that was going to be something I was going to bring up to you is if there's any cargo on the ship, they're probably going to be disenchanted. Like the, the crates from the splinter it usually has that kind of effect um, on a lot of like that kind of stuff. But we can definitely go check it out. Uh, I'll send a few people down. Um, he like waves over some of the less injured people, uh, including the man uh, himself who uh, last episode um, had a redemption arc with Fred and became friends with him in the end. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, I can't believe I forgot to mention that B plot in my recap. That's fine, you know. Yes, Vincent Ricky. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> Ricky. That's his new name. Uh, Ricky <laughs> heads on down with uh, a couple other people, um, and the first mate speaks up and says, um, "So it's uh, two options that I know of that we can probably get through. Well, three options if you really want to get dangerous. But uh, first option, I know that there's um, an automated construction like." Uh, fortress i forget what it's called it's um like a floating fortress something like that it's it's um it's kind of like all these discontinued constructs from the towers are just sent out here to kind of live themselves if that makes sense i they're it's a weird setup um they're independent from the corporation but they work with us because we kind of i don't know there's some sort of back deal i have no idea but they they provide like healing and repairs and that kind of stuff in case of these events um so that's one option uh the other option uh you said there isn't much of a you know uh, ground and that's true for the most part um there might be some pockets of civilization down there i don't know of any but we could go lower and look if you wanted uh and then our third option i guess would probably be just um pushing the engineers to their limits and having us kind of warp over to our destination that's kind of real dangerous though yeah no i'd like to avoid that one if at all possible which one's gonna get us out of the storm quicker uh well the storm's going away for the most part um our best bet would be to go higher up to get out of the storm if we go mm. lower i'm scared that some water might actually drop out of the the clouds and if that happens i mean yeah, that'd kinda... be pretty problematic right um, yeah water's pretty a sky heavy. boat not a water boat well it's let's just say um it's raining bullets it makes a lot more sense around these parts it's a bullet you know what a bullet is you've seen you've seen you you know what hoon is you've seen bullets I've, I've heard of hoon i haven't really had much of a direct interaction with him really uh, it's like um it's like a mini cannonball Ah, right. A small projectile to get launched into the body. Right, right. Okay. Um, okay. So these constructs are up, are they? Yeah, they should be higher up. Or at least we'd be able to find them easier if we go higher up. We probably can see them out in the distance. All right. Let's, uh, let's make that plan A. Okay. You got it, boss. Uh, and you see, like, some of the crew members, whoever's, like, fit and able... Uh, start managing the um, the ropes and wires aboard to raise up the ship. Um, you see, like the engineers focusing their energies, pushing the the ship upwards. Um, and at this point, the uh, crew members from downstairs that you said down there come on up. Um, and you see, uh, Ricky is holding one of the bombs uh, as he he comes up to you and says, "Hey, um, Captain." Hey, uh, right. this this is so. This was all over the place down there. Like the crates are are uh, scattered, and I don't know what the. I mean, I can kind of guess what the hell this is. I'm not right. liking what the hell this is. Are, we're we're having I, all this on board. That, to be honest, not my first idea. 
nor was it necessarily my idea to begin with, but it is something that we were sent on. And more importantly, how's the jam? Oh, the jam actually is the only thing that was preserved. All oh, right. Well, crazy oh, enough. your ass uh, just like, oh, thank God. On the side, <laughs> he's like setting up a triage to start caring for the sailors. Right. Yeah. So, all right. If that means the crates are disenchanted, that that means we have a very limited time frame to work with. Uh, you look at the bomb in Ricky's hand, um, and as you look at it, uh, you see that the the timer that was previously on it that was counting on down. Um, mm. It's kind of like you ever see anything. Any of those uh, numerical values on like a computer or a clock where when a value goes way over or way under, it just glitches out and gives you like a dash 214 like random yeah, yeah, number yeah. set. Oh, no. Yeah. So the yeah. clock is stuck at like a random negative 2647E dash 04. Uh, and it's just kind of like glitching out just on and off and on and off. Um, and uh, you see Ricky's just kind of holding and goes, I'm going to go put this back, I think. Yeah, no, that's smart. Um, Yeah, put that back. Or <laughs> if it's disenchanted, or if the crates are broken, does that mean that things will get kind of warped back in? I mean, you know what? To be honest, I'd rather not risk it. Just put it back, wash your hands. Right. Um, And okay. start making sure the crew is well taken care of for the time being. Question for the DM. How yes, do we wash weird. our hands? How do you wash your hands? All right. How does Ricky wash his hands? Great question. All right. So, so, oh my god. So you see, uh, Ricky goes off screen and comes back with washed hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he there's like I guess like a bucket. You know, there's just like a rinsing bucket or something that you Aww. guys have um, with some thick water. This is some super thick water that you just kind of like push in. Almost like it's like uh, jello and just uh, stirs it around and brings it out. And then little chunks of water are stuck on him and he has to like whoa. scrape it off his hands. Um, nice world building. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he walks away from the bucket. He, he puts back the bomb and everything. Um, you guys at this point have risen out of the storm. Uh, and off in the horizon, you see um, very far away is your destination. You can spot it very far around the curve um of the horizon uh and you know that this is where you're going because you can see like lights flashing in the distance like um smoke that rises even further up into the sky it very obviously uh shows itself to be like some sort of um like front like a war is happening out there um and then west uh of your current position you do spot um this floating mechanical like clockwork fortress um, you see, it looks like um, like a default style, like a like a classic medieval castle would look, but it's mm -hmm. about three times larger in size. It's pretty massive. It's floating there, um, and the clockwork turns, and every time it turns, it pushes up and then falls a little bit, pushes up, falls a little bit, um, just on like a repetitive up and down kind of uh, mm -hmm. floating motion. Uh, it's made of like entirely bronze, like the sun uh setting in the distance the orange reflects off of it and it's almost a little blinding at times um but from what you can tell uh it looks like it's relatively um maybe like a few hours flight from here okay yeah all right set course um steady as she goes try not to overtax the team yeah well uh, we'll we'll take it slow and keep people uh keep people safe uh yeah right you see uh val korg is um at this point like got like um just like ripped the leather jacket 
like the vest, not the leather jacket, the uh the blue uh vest that they had on and is like using it as like a bandage around their arm. They're just shirtless with like um bandages and like uh gauze all over them at this point. Uh and is gonna come up to um gonna go up to you, Ash, and just say, uh, hey, uh, you need us to I don't know, bring anybody down beneath decks who's too uh too bad up here. Oh, no, no, no. I like uh, Ash at this point has seeing that there were so many wounded has fully reverted back to training. Uh, like the the main thing he was like, he, he fit a different a couple different kinds of soldier uh, before he eventually ended up getting pushed to the back lines as a field medic. Uh, so he has already like started setting up a triage above decks like he has he has laid out bed rolls and he has got like little trays of medical equipment everywhere. Daedra is running around with trays full of water and also knives kind of on the same plate uh which is a bit dangerous uh but functional and, and then fred is also up in this mix too because um yeah. red has the ability to ritual cast a whole bunch of spells that are just healing everything yeah. uh specifically awesome. specifically hold on hold on where is it was it is it this one it is all right continue to do your thing ash yeah so so Basically, Ash is already setting up a triage, and as soon as Valgor comes up and offers their assistance, Ash just kind of like pats his chest and goes like, "No, you're good. Just sit down. Uh, you know, heal up quick. That's the best thing you can do right now." That sounds about right. <sighs> okay. Take uh, one I of Fred's see. cookies. They they sit down. They split the cookie in half, and each head has like a half of a cookie. Uh, oh right, you have very rising. big heads. Okay, here, take like seven more. Uh, <laughs> they they just start going to town, just throwing cookies into their mouth. It's plural. Yeah, um, and Ash Ash is doing any kind of like actual medical care that like Fred's magic is not enough to to deal with. So like first and second level burns, Ash is kind of like treating that shit. Well, gotcha. and any deep yeah. cuts and like embedded splinters and things like that. He's he's leaving to the to the magic healer. Great. Okay. Yeah. I do yeah, also no, have it. Yeah, prayer of healing. I, f- I found it as soon as I. Read that. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Very yep. appealing. And uh, Tom? No, I was going to say, I actually have two more slots because I want to, you know, make sure that they still have some level of faith in the captain. You know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of going up and checking on folks. And I'll burn my last two uh, first level slots to uh, cast some cure spells as well. Just to try and keep awesome. folks alive. All yeah. right. Wow, we really started off this. Uh, we really started off this podcast with a party of "Oops, all intelligence casters," uh, and now we've made it to "Oops, all healers." <laughs> how, did, how did we get here? It's it's the natural evolution from uh, "Get smart, get uh, violent." It's uh... <laughs> nice. Get friendly, get compassionate. Yeah, yeah there you get, go. Get, get, fr- get, get wise, friendly. get friendly. Get wise, get friendly. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to say you guys boost up that morale. No checks needed from any of you guys as you guys all um, kind of throw your magic and your skills into making sure that your crew is taken care of. Um, plenty of cookies go around. People are in relatively good spirits. You see, like, the most critically injured you guys kind of dealt with first, and they're no longer, like, on death's door. They're no longer, um, you know, with mortal wounds or anything, but they are still severely injured. Um, and you guys have at least, you know... Uh, bought them a lot of time to get treated properly at at an actual um, place to do so. Um, Actually, if we do take a short rest, um, I can also use Song of of Rest. Yeah, I mean, you guys have a few hours, so you could just play a couple hours worth of a song, 
What is it, what does your song sound like? First off, a couple hours Ooh. worth of a song. <laughs> Ninety nine like, bottles of beer on the. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got um, Alistair. He's got instrument. Uh, he's got a lyre and a viol. Ooh. Okay. Um, which is like a cello, but deeper and sadder sounding. I had to I, look it up. Um, I like to think Alistair has like a like a very like haunting choir boy voice. That's that's like. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's I was just... thinking a little more like uh, cello oh, solo from Wednesday, but uh... <laughs> ooh, that's pretty good too. Um, so yeah, you guys, you guys spend some time resting, recuperating from this giant fight. Um, songs are s- sang. Uh, <laughs> cookies are eaten, and yeah. uh, everyone <laughs> lives another day. We and... set up a triage, a feast, at a concert. <laughs> Jesus, this crew better love us. <laughs> <laughs> you see like people people are like for people who uh live this kind of life this is this is definitely next level treatment so you, you do see like morale is pretty high up right now um, yeah let me let me um zoom in you know as fred real quick like, hey, hey man you, you're here have, have a cookie and this is like just some random crew member have i never told you the story of how i lost my hand <laughs> well um what you laughing that hit me too hard. All right, hold on. Mm. Um, well, I, I, no. That's right. I never talked to you at all. No, Name's you really haven't. Jerry. Just, oh, Jerry. Just Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Oh. That's right. Yeah, now, I, okay. A long time ago, years and years ago, six to be exact. Oh, that's, I, that's a lot of cookie years ago. That's very out of the lifespan of a single cookie, yes. So, like, in cookie years, probably about 30 years. Mm, no, it's, like, more like 412 carry the three maybe 500 i forgot to carry the three that's why i went regardless my hand it was lost in a giant fight against none other than another splinter this oh, wasn't a giant cookie nay son the giant cookie took my leg oh no okay. that was just a joke i i actually just tripped and fell down the stairs and had to get it removed wow that's the how are you a functional pirate I'm not a pirate. I'm a privateer. First of all, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Potato, potato. Really. Have the backing of the state. It's very yeah. different. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's a bite out of an orange. Right. See, that's actually good for scurvy. Not so much limes. I've learned that in my past sixteen years at sea. I mean, air. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you could, even if you wished, call me a corsair. <laughs> Fuck. Um. <laughs> You see Jerry uh Good night everyone. <laughs> no, it's been so long since we had one. Oh man, we had such a good streak. Alright, move down the days since last bad joke uh, <laughs> number. Yeah, gotta set that back to zero. Uh, you see Jerry takes his hook of a hand and jams it into the cookie and starts like eating around the sides. Um and he goes, mm, This is a good cookie, lad. Thank you for sharing. Oh, yeah, you know, you just gotta share the love, man. You know what? You've inspired me, lad. And he takes out a single die, like like a D6, you know, like a one through six die. Ooh. And he, he hands it over to you. You go, this is me lucky die. I want you to have it. Well, um, I, you know, I, thank, thank you. Um, you, you actually, what, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you hold on to it. I feel like, I feel like it's done you right so far, you know, so like. Continue to hey, have a lucky streak. You know what I mean. I uh, was rolling that when I lost my hand, so it's yeah. not actually. It's more like an ironic lucky, um, hmm. but like more symbolic than anything. 
Okay. If yeah, you really right, want you. me to keep, oh, yeah, go ahead, take it. Okay. And he just thank keeps you. eating the cookie. No problem. And he he just continues his uh his dessert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fred is like tossing tossing this die over in his hands. He's like actually treasuring it because it's it's something that he he never really receives like a legitimate gift ever. So like the fact that he's received something like this is just it's so beautiful to him. It's like a pearl that's been you know sanded by time itself like it's just it's it's such a wholesome like beautiful moment for him uh make a charisma saving throw oh shit oh well <laughs> real quick okay. as uh, as fred is tossing this die up and down ash is gonna walk by and uh spritz it with a little uh spritz it with a, like a little bit of perfume use magical tinkering to make it smell like cookies uh and give fred the help action on this i don't think he needed it <laughs> oh yes um Yes. It, I'm just going to use that as flavor because Fred just rolled a nat 20 on the charisma save. It's incredible. Oh my god. So the f- smell of cookies hit you as <laughs> you roll this die. It lands on um, a skull and crossbones. Oh. Uh, and you look down at it for a second and in your head you hear, yo, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Uh-oh. Another wielder of the die has come to die. <laughs> Psychic die. I love this. Oh my god. Do you respond in any way, Fred, or are you just dumbfounded? Fred is like frozen. Fred's just like, uh, uh, uh. Is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> you hear like uh, a mic oh. tap? Just, oh. Um, um, um. So, uh, yeah, uh, did you, did you ever hear voices whenever you roll that die, dude? Uh, you see that he looks at you and goes, yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, um. All right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pocket this. <laughs> I'm still hearing him. Uh, <laughs> he eats a, more of his orange. Uh, you hear back in your head. He goes, "Okay, now you're talking to me. I have the same voice, but I'm a different guy entirely. I promise." Uh. Um. Um. Okay. What? Who? Who are you? Um. Name is Nigel. Captain Nigel is how I used to go. Nigel Strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. Bashing. Um, was it like? Was it like because blueberry was taken and you like you had to get? Strong? Never say blueberry in me presence again. Now I'm just fucking with you, Fred. Okay. Um. Here's the deal. You see this die? That's me. Go ahead, pick it up. It's in my pocket, man. You just rolled it. Okay. How did I end up in here? I didn't. Okay. Take me out. Then it's dark. But it's fine. You can be. You can be in there. Dark voices belong in dark places, man. I'm not a dark voice, okay? I'm actually. Listen, all right. I. I'm not gonna lie to you. When you rolled that die, I kind of wanted to take over your mind. But then. Oh. oh. I'd hit with the scent of cookies, a scent I haven't smelled in millennia, and it reminded me of my sweet Nancy. So. Nancy. I want to help you, lad. I want to help you survive in this fucked up world. Well, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, it's I'll, fucked I'll agree. Up. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out a right answer. It was Back it in was my fucked. day, you know, I used to sail on water. On the ground. Now everyone's oh. in the sky, and water is a precious resource, and all this nonsense. Yeah, it, it's getting kind of thick. Indeed. I miss my thin water days. I miss it well. So Ooh, listen I'm here. A... Yeah. I want to help you. I don't want to hurt you. Even though I kind of wanted to earlier, I yeah, sensed. Kind of did. I sensed the kinmanship within you. Something. Ooh. A brightness in the, the darkness, if you will. 
Well, yeah, man. I'm full of love, man. I I sense that. It's actually quite disturbing. Oh, you're welcome. But I really, uh, I have some buried treasure that I want to send your way. Does it involve cookies? There is a secret cookie recipe in there, yes. <laughs> now, in ages long past this treasure, I buried it long ago. There may not even be ground where it once was, but if you were to find it, my God, if you were to find it, you could cure this world of its corruption, just like that. Bring it back to the ways of old. I mean, wasn't things corrupt when you were doing things too? So like, yeah, they were corrupt. But it was much better back then because, you know, you didn't have a giant corporation running everything and, like, the dragons weren't, like, dicks. They were just beasts you would slay. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I, I get that. But, like, you know, the, the corporation technically boiled down to, like, ship captains and then, like, you know, I, I'm just grabbing at straws, but, like, then people were kind of oppressed because the ship captains were kind of shitty, you know? And, like, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling like I'm... I'm Barking down a path here. You can tell me when to stop. I, you know, I'm all right. All right. What? Just, just listen to old Nigel. Just one second. All right. All right. Now, I discovered an artifact from a lost sea god. That artifact had the capabilities of flooding the world. If you were to find that artifact, you could solve all of this just like that. Well, like it's got a whole bunch of water, man. Right. It creates oceans on oceans. It would cure all of this nonsense of us chasing water in the skies. Um, so like, I wouldn't be chasing the nonsense in the sky so much as I'd be chasing the nonsense of this thing that's talking in my head and like trying to convince <laughs> my First friends off, to like go a certain thing, way. Right? I'm, I know I'm a die now, but I was once a captain, you know, like a person, like a full person. Uh-huh. Why, why did you sound like hesitant? Like you sounded like you don't believe me. You don't think I was a real person? All right. Well, I, I'm. I'm. Um. I also happen to have my own demons that I try and like, you know, suppress every once in a while. But like, now there's yeah. another one, and I'm just. I don't know, man. Okay. Again, you're calling me things that I'm not. I'm not a demon. All right. I'm an ex-pirate. <laughs> Fred just like cuts it out. Just like stops listening. Just, hello. What? I'm still up here. You fully start ignoring. Uh, yeah, I do. Natural strawberry in your head as he continues to try to point you in directions of where you could find his hidden buried treasure. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Eventually, after about, like, five minutes of him trying to get your attention, he just goes, this fucking turtle. Ah, God damn it. Back in my day, the turtles used to be the size of dragons, too. Uh, and he just <laughs> shuts up. Uh, and hours go past. <laughs> you think he uses die dice pronouns? <laughs> die dice pronouns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, he doesn't. This pirate has ceased to exist. <laughs> this pirate is no longer amongst the living. You could even say he died. Oh, wow. Did that just trump the last one? No. Did we not no. even make a Good day? Good night, everybody. <laughs> Gooder night, everyone. Better night. Gooder night. <laughs> All right. So, as you guys, um progress down uh, your journey to this uh, floating fortress. Soon, uh, you start coming up towards it, and um, you see a, like, uh, flying mechanical bot um, about kind of similar to, um, like, an iBot. I don't know if you guys have played Fallout. Like, an iBot from, like, Fallout. Like, those, like, floating orbs um, about, like, mm. a little bit bigger than the size of a head. 
just like uh floats down antenna sticking out like gears are just rotating inside of it uh and a little voice box speaks up and goes hi there welcome to the floating fortress of constructobots and others what's your purpose here i'll speak to representative please hold while we queue you in for a line on our nearest representatives all our representatives are currently occupied please hold uh and then music starts playing uh, and you sit there for about an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> are we docked by this point? <laughs> like, uh, you are docked, but like you, you haven't like lowered down uh, your hatch or anything to actually right. go out. Um, as like there's just like these Securitron like guards, these giant constructs that are just holding giant spears at like the docks. <laughs> um, and eventually, uh, on the bot, it just goes, "Hi, uh, you've reached." Uh, your local representative in terms of docking and manufacturing and shipments. How may I help you? My name is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. My name is Alistair. Um, I, I'm here on the ship that's currently at your docks. I have several wounded crewmates and some damage to my ship. Uh, we're here for general repairs, both of the um, ship and you know bodily varieties. Right, alright. And what faction are you under, sweetheart? Uh, we are independent contractors. Alright, are you currently contracted by any entities? I mean, kind of, I suppose. I mean, sort of. Few? A few of them, really. Being Multifactional, understood. Let me just put that here in the paperwork for you, and you hear like- Some of them are, uh, willingly. Other ones are just more covertly, is all. Gotcha, some covert operations. Just gonna mark you down under Black Ops. All right. So under the Black Ops registry procedure, I'm going to have to go ahead and redact this conversation after we've had it. All right. Great. Perfect. Love that. So this uh, audio will not be recorded for any circumstances. All right. Uh, excellent. It will not be used to increase our customer quality of life, nor will your information be sold to other businesses, entities. Great. All right, no, that's all fantastic, but there's at least a survey that I can take that would count. Uh, the survey uh, you can take anonymously. Uh, I will send out a survey bot. Uh, you see a, uh, another bot with like a scroll uh, attached. Yeah. How, how did you enjoy this customer uh, experience on a scale from 1 to 10? Uh, I just checked 10s the... across the board. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just, yeah, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alistair. That's really going to bump up my non-existent pay. All right, so... Here's what you're gonna want to do. Um, you're gonna go up to the bots down uh, at the dock. You're gonna say, "Bo operation, uh, proclaim." Uh, hold on one second, and you hear like typing. Uh, you're gonna proclaim um, "dragon test" as your uh, your uh, uh, moniker. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, that, is there anything great. else I can help you with today? You need. You said you needed some repairs and some healer bots, right? Yes, I mean, I think we've saved off most of it, but, you know, we still have some crew members mm -hmm. that are in dire straits. Very well. I'll send out the healing bots right away, sweetheart. No problem. I really appreciate that, Debbie. Um, and then uh, some repair bots for the ship. That would be great as well. Uh, secure bots are going to go ahead and uh, handle that once you give them the proclamation. Excellent. excellent. All right. And then um, um, Fred, like, kind of just casually strolls up to the conversation and starts listening. Oh, oh and sh I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm having it. Friend. Who's your friend? Hello. Who's your friend? The dead silent one. It's <laughs> <laughs> so mysterious. This is my uh, broad shell. His name is Fred. Um, 
He's oh. uh, contracted out under similar circumstances. You hear a, a chewing gum pop on the other end. Hi, <laughs> um, Fred. You know, I get off at seven if you you're you know looking for some uh, some quality time while you're here. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take you up on that. And I get off again at eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Gross. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At this point, you see um, some healing bots. So you see, like, um, they are these blue humanoid robots where their fingers are all a bunch of surgical tools um, with, like, backpacks that have, like, uh, medical equipment just start, like, running up in their robotic fashion. That's not alarming at all. Um, (laughs) A bunch of needle droids full sprinting down a dock. (laughs) Full sprint. Full sprint. Um, Don't trip. Like, (laughs) can't. Uh, and they rush up onto the ship and start performing, like, a um, bunch of medical care for your crew. Uh, and at this point, the secure, uh, secure bots are, like, down looking up at you guys, awaiting your proclamation. Um, proclamation dragon test. Dragon test. Acknowledged. Boop. And they slam their spear down, and you see, like, uh, electroshock at the bottom of the spear hits the dock, and you see, like, a lightning streak back into the fortress. Um, and out of the fortress comes marching about, like, maybe two dozen smaller, like, I'd say, like, gnome-sized bots, humanoids as well, um, with, they also have, instead of, like, fingers, instead of surgical tools, they have, like, hammers and screwdrivers, nails, like, all this bunch of, um, carpentry work stuff, and they get onto the ship and start hammering away, um, and as this kind of goes on for about an hour, it looks like it's gonna take probably a night to just do a full repair of the ship. Um, everyone's kind of like calming down. Uh, at at seven o'clock, you see um a like war forged woman with like a mechanical like it's fully metal like her hair, but it's like black tied into a tight bun with just like a nut and bolt. Um, and you see her eyes are like glowing yellow. She um has a single wheel instead of legs, and then like a green dress that she's wearing. Uh, you see, like, a clipboard is attached to the back of her hand, uh, and her right hand is, uh, just a phone. Um, and <laughs> she, she waves her phone yeah. over at Fred, he goes, Yoo-hoo, Fred, it's me, Debbie! Well, go Ooh, get him, uh, Tiger, I give him bardic inspiration, go get oh, him! Oh, alright, um, alright, thank you, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Fred walks over to, uh, was it Debbie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, barely understanding the name she goes oh all right so normally uh outsiders aren't allowed inside the fortress walls but i went ahead and pulled some strings and tonight we can go ahead and maybe get some dinner um all right yeah sure let's go he leads you into the fortress by yourself Fred, uh, Fred, with... Fred, before you go, <laughs> I'm just going to walk up to Fred and I'm going to give uh, Fred as many credits as I had on me. Uh, 450 Pierce bucks. So oh, shit. Okay. I just say, like, I, I, I remember you spent, like, all your money. Almost. So this is if you want to buy something just so you don't have to make her pay. You know, that's really in poor taste, mate. So, um, you know, good looking out, Ash. Uh, if I wasn't sure how much this would cost, I, I would donate, but I don't want to be in the negatives. So, and Ash um, is just going to run back on the ship and to start, like, continue doing what he was doing, which is truly just, like, sketching the medical droids. Uh, <laughs> just like taking ideas and notes down. 
For sure. Uh, give me, I'm going to say, Ash, give me like a general intelligence check just to see oh, like if you can actually fully reverse engineer like a blueprint of these droids. Just raw intelligence? Yeah, just the raw intelligence. <laughs> I'm going to have Bone give me the health action. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's a 17 total. And 17 is pretty yeah, good. Because why not? I'm going to use saving face, bump that up to a 22. Oh my god, all right. <laughs> I love saving face, it's good. So you get a 22. Um, you sit there probably, like, during the extent of, like, all this, like, um, this healing that's going on. You are sitting there, and you fully, um, what you end up doing is Bone sees you trying to get, like, good blueprints of this bot. And so, or, I'm sorry, Daedra, right? Uh, Daedra does not have eyes. It would have to be Bone. It would have to be Bone. So, (laughs) Bone, um, casually, like, trips a nearby, um, (laughs) crew member. Causing them to fall over, and uh, you see, you see Jerry goes, "Oh no, Link!" Uh, and he's like clutching like a broken ankle, and oh, a oh. broken comes, wooden like, ankle. Yeah, a broken wooden ankle. He, a healing bot comes up and just starts like trying to fix it, um, and spends like a good half an hour directly in front of you in action, and you're just like taking notes, like staring at it, um, very right there, up and up and center, and you think that with um like scraps and other types of materials that you could probably get back at the tree or even somewhere around here, you might be able to recreate one of these bots. Oh, thank God. I have been doing just repairs for so long. It will be nice to finally give these guys some upgrades. Awesome. Uh, so we're going to cut back to a friend on a date. <laughs> here we go. With a Warforged secretary. Um, you... <laughs> with no hands and a wheel for a foot <laughs> yep yep exactly um, so fred you're walking beside debbie who's rolling next to you um you see me roll <laughs> yeah that's definitely uh what you imagine playing as is happening uh and you are a an outsider in a world of constructs as you enter beyond these walls through the docks you see a very well polished well-kept copper village not like a city not like a town it's just very nice like quaint little area and then you see some walls that separate the village from another village nearby another one and it seems like the inside of this fortress is very like more medieval than it is like cyberpunky or advanced in any way uh and you see you see debbie's just kind of like leading you to uh what appears to be like a copper tavern just a, a tavern that looks classical like two-story little chimney that doesn't have any smoke going out but it's there um and a nice little corgi oh just pads in on the on the way in yeah there's like a little robotic corgi that you you run into like a little robot dog um you give it a nice pet go ahead and give me an animal handling check Ooh, here we go uh <laughs> that's a net one um, uh but all right it's gonna be like a total of hold on uh that's a four okay we're kind of good <laughs> okay you take three piercing damage as it tries to bite <laughs> into your hand when you go to pet it oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's not a corgi that's a chihuahua oh, oh. yeah oh, that oh. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh that's okay they're not used to flesh bones out here it's oh. not your fault oh yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense you know what i'm and Fred looks up at the the the, the robot walking uh, the corgi. Uh, you see, it's like 
um like a businessman like just business attire warforged like full suit and tie uh no no robotic hair of any kind um he's like permanently looking down at his wrist which has a giant watch on it and he goes <laughs> whoa would you look at the time gotta walk the dog Wow, would you look at the time? Gotta walk the dog. And he just Ooh. is repeating this as he keeps walking past you. Ooh. Oh. Um, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, that guy needs some repairs. Yeah. Um, among, among other things, you know? Oh, stop! And then uh, she keeps leading you forward. What? Uh, <laughs> what did she take as the underlying connotation there? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? It's a different world. Uh... As you enter into this copper tavern, you see um, a bunch of, like, Warforged and Constructs and animatrons all kind of, like, sitting around. Um, some of them are just sitting there in, like, a sleep state. Others are, um, you see, like, they have up on a stage, right? Um, looks like, like, mimics of humans. Like, they're not real humans, right? It looks like... Um, like a Chuck E. Cheese animatrons, but if they were oh. human animatrons. Uh, and you see, like, they're, like, performing, like, uh, music live. It looks like it's a Chuck E. Cheese stage, basically, as they're just, like, just turning very mechanically, very unhuman-like. It's very off-putting. Um, their heads <sighs> are much too big for their bodies. Uh, one of them looks like Shia LaBeouf. And... <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, the giant head of Shia LaBeouf. Come yeah, on, we've yeah, all yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. know, we know, we know. Actual and, cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Of course, yeah, he's got blood on his... No. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past it. Uh, and you do see, like, there is um, a bartender that is uh, is currently, um, uh, what's it called? Um, like, doing the classic bartender thing of uh, checking out, like, glasses and stuff. But then when you look and see his hands, you see that his hand is a mug. So he's just permanently cleaning his own hand with a rag. Uh, and he goes, Ah, hey, Debbie, looks like you brought in someone today. Who's this? Oh, um, hi, I, I'm Fred. Um, do you want a cookie? Yeah, I'll take a cookie, Fred. Thank you. Yeah, you uh, name's name's Chuck. Uh, he, oh, hi, Chuck. He grabs the cookie um, and he opens his, like, jaw. And it's just like a grinder inside as he just, oh. <laughs> just, like, shreds the cookie into his body. Ah. Wow, if I had taste buds, I'm sure that would have tasted great. Well, yeah, you know, it's um, it's it's all part of pe- cooking a cookie. You know what I mean? I I wouldn't know. I've only ever made alcohol and served alcohol. Fred now has thirty five cookies. Um, yeah. Um, so um, I I, I don't know. I, Debbie, do you do do you usually have like a usual that you do or? Uh, a lot of people like uh, oil. Well aged oil is pretty good. Um, okay. We got a lot of gears. Uh, you know, we got uh, we got some sort of. Uh, uh, let me see if I got anything for for humanoids here. Uh, hmm. And you see, he, like goes underneath the bar. He goes, I got like this, and he just pulls up like a full ancient bottle of whiskey. He goes, Holy. This is no one ever wants this. I mean, I'd be happy to serve you it. In fact, you know what? For the cookie, why don't you take it? It's not like anyone here could drink this anyways. And he hands you this aged whiskey. Can. can- can we can we can we get like a roll for like how aged? Because it's already oh, it's already aged. History with advantage. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Poor Fred. Um. All right. Oh. Oh. Wait. Hold on. Seven. Seven. Uh. It. The label is like just coming off. Um. There's like dust all over it. It's gotta be old. You can't really place it. 
you do hear a laugh in your head, unless you've been still ignoring it. Uh, no, I hear Ah, that's a good one. Oh, all right. Um, cool. I, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll definitely, uh, you know, crack, crack a little, little bit and take a little sip. You take a little sip. Make a yeah, constitution yeah, saving throw. Yeah, I figured. Oh, Here we go. Oh, that's a, uh, that's a, wow. Uh, that's a nat one. So we cut from Fred, who will get back to you in the morning. Um, as oh. uh, Fred, you black out for the night. Oh, in wow. The morning. Oh, my. Oh, uh, back on the ship, um, you guys don't hear from Fred. You don't see him come back out for hours on hours. Uh, it's getting pretty late. Uh, are you guys going to try to communicate towards them at all or are you guys just kind of leaving it as is assuming fred scored like alistair's gonna be definitely sitting there next to ash and just like like how would that work between the difference of anatomy like i you know not gonna question it i am a little worried though i feel like we should check on him yes but also like i don't i mean i mean she's made of metal Mm. and like yeah so how would it work (laughs) unless I mean, do you think he has a shell? I mean, oh god, um, we we should go check on him, right? I don't. Like, I, they said people aren't allowed inside, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But but I mean, I'm sure we can make some kind of plead, some sort of case. I mean, I don't think we even need to because we have some compatriots who are not organic. Oh, right. <clears throat> yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You have two of those things. It's truly. I, I I need you to be aware. I have no capacity to know what Bone is doing. Um, but we could send in Bone and Daedra and just see what happens. I mean, that's one option for sure. But like, I mean, what are they gonna do then? They're just not... try and find them. I mean, if they find them, then what? Come back and pantomime. We could even have said that when I packed uh, the four hundred fifty uh, skull credits or whatever it was called, uh, the Bow Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, Pierce the Pierce Bucks. Bucks. Whenever we pack, whenever I packed the four hundred fifty uh, money dollars into uh, Fred's pocket, we could have also said that I slipped an ad in you in there, uh, so that Bone would be able to track him. I'm sure. sure, there's still all that, but like, I'm still just worried. I mean, he's he's just so innocent, is all. Like, I know, but like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe we just leave him alone. I don't know. He didn't set a time frame. It's true. There's yeah, but I mean, and I feel like. I'm gonna be real. I feel like if anything's happening, I don't think he understands what's happening. I think he might just be getting taken advantage of. Right, and that's kind of what I'm worried about. So we gotta go. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, now, yeah, screw. Let's just go try and talk us. I'm gonna leave Bone and Danger behind though, so that the, the guards don't see them. Sure. Right. So you, are you gonna try to approach the guards? Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. Before any of this happens, just know that I'm fully comfortable, DM, with whatever it is that you wish to describe with my character. Like the level of trust that I have with you is tantamount mm. to amazing. So you have my permission to do whatever the frig that you feel is necessary. I appreciate the permission, but I didn't need it. We're gonna oh, walk shit. in. We're gonna see Fred trapped in a bronze bowl getting cooked alive. It was also <laughs> like, you know, I would like to not find out what goes beyond the E tag. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we're just gonna walk up to the guards real quick. All right. Just... Just, hello, mate. Hi. Um. So we have um a compatriot that's been brought inside the city that um we haven't heard from. So we'd like to go and retrieve him if possible. Uh, they look at each other, look back to you. Uh, give me a persuasion check. I can do that pretty well. 
with 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 help with help from me. All right. <laughs> Plus seven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh you see the secure bots look at one another and one of them goes, Please. This could be permitted, but with an escort. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's reasonable. I mean, we're not trying to start anything. We're just again, just general concern for our compatriot. They nod. Yeah. Uh and you see one of them um opens the door and the other one starts leading you guys through like these gates into the village. So, uh, big guy, what's your name? Designation X48. Mm. I'm gonna call you Jim. So, Jim. Yes. Uh, what's the deal with the city then? We live here. Very good. I can tell that. But I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I was sort of exposited that you were both connected to and somehow removed from all the other corporate bullshit back at the other towers. We require no nutrients for survival. Therefore, mm. we were deemed unnecessary for. The ultimate goal of Piercer Corp. Meaning... However, meaning they want water. We don't need water. They created us. We won't rebel. But we were giving this space. Mm. I mean, that's right and proper generous, I suppose. But, I mean, does not seem a little shafty, don't it? They made you, and then they went, uh, we don't need you, and just kind of shipped you off to go live on the war front. Fine. We all have daddy issues here. I mean, not quite what I was getting at, but... We have Therapy Thursdays. We all talk about it. Oh, that's positive. Yeah, that's it's the nice. whole village center. Th what day is it, by the way? Uh, you realize it's Thursday, and you see that as you guys are walking forward, there's a circle of, like, all of these Warforged villagers sitting in, like, the center of the town. And you see, uh, Fred, you're there crying yep. your eyes out as you're guiding this therapy session uh, while drunk. And you're kind of just spilling your guts to these Warforged um, as Debbie's like rubbing your shell, <laughs> like your back. Oh, All right, hold God, on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me get in character. Hold on, let me oh, describe God. it again. We said so, crazy crying, we said drunk, and we said you know just straight up like it distraught while being elite. Hold on. All those on. Uh, demons in your head, so to speak, are, are being <laughs> let oh, out. No. Backstory time, baby. <laughs> All right. Oh, this could be Ash. This could be good. Let's get closer. Uh, audio warning. Full yeah, wait, disclosure. If you're gonna do, just back up from the mic a bit. All right. <laughs> just audio warning. Oh God! I just, I, oh, my, my friend Raccoon. He was, he was okay. It's all right. It's all right, my guy. It's okay. Cry it and, out. And, and you know, I was, I was trying to save him, but then, yeah. but then he was, he was on the other side. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And uh, <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, don't, don't choke on your spit. Don't choke on your spit. Ash just uses magical tinkering to make two magic earplugs and just puts them in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, and then you know, I, I had, I had to kill, I had to kill them all. All the magic and and flying hammers. And oh. I, did, <laughs> I, did, yeah. I, I did, Oh, and then, and then it was me and him, and okay. and he had this cute little cape, and I was just, I was like, you're so cool, man. And then. And then his head got cut off by someone else, and I was just, uh, oh! I mean, this is oh, really on par with most of what the other oh. ghost scaling right here is, but this is actually way more tragic, because he's still oh. alive. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> is he, is he, yeah, picks up, uh, 
picks up a cookie and just hands it to you and just is like helping feed you just to like just give you something. <laughs> this is not a, this isn't how I thought the date would go, but honestly, I'm glad you're getting this out. Uh, <laughs> hey, big guy, look, your friends are here now. Hey, Fred's just right, like hi. in his own cookie world, just completely, <laughs> completely isolated. Just uh, came to see how he was doing. Yeah, not not great. We heard the whales from our ship. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my friend. Okay, yeah, he's he's had a little bit too much to drink. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's right. an empty whiskey bottle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he just swallowed it all in one gulp, too. It was quite impressive. Oh, oh no, Fred. Oh, he chugged oh, whiskey? Hey, no, yeah. No, okay. Um, I, I think we need to get him to a medical droid. I, he's already been looked at. Apparently, he's, he, can, he can handle his alcohol and not die, which is good. But uh, he's definitely going to have to sleep this off, for sure. Ooh. Oh, right, yeah, for sure. Um, so... I mean, you guys are, are since you're here, if we want to sit down for Therapy Thursday, you're welcome. I mean, I, I kind of look at Ash and shrug, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to participate, you know, it's just like a group thing. You yeah. don't have to, no problem. Um, you know, the mayor was about to go, though, in case you're interested. He usually gives, gives like, a speech for his therapy, which is, like... I'll share with that, like, just literally where he is, just... Like folds in like a lawn chair, <laughs> <laughs> sitting crisscross applesauce. You, you see, and he's like um, tugging eagerly on uh, Ash's call, like stop, please, stop, like come stop, on, stop, <laughs> sit down. Atrus tries pulling at you too, just wants to, <laughs> just wants to listen to it. Um, you see, uh, you see from the circle, like behind the circle, um, a bot that is uh, a triple wheeled bicycle and a like a man on the bicycle. It's connected, like it's the same person, um, who is uh, not like holding onto the bars um, with both hands, but only one, and the other hand is permanently waving, uh, like the queen wave type of type of wave. He has a metallic handlebar mustache, giant googly eyes, and a giant top hat. Um, I'm getting some very strong steam-powered giraffe vibes here, like. <laughs> <laughs> he he, uh, he pulls up to the therapy circle and uh, balances himself, his bicycle, um, and is now sitting there uh, with everybody and goes, Hello, everyone, it's me. It's nice to see uh, some new faces here. Name is uh, Mayor Mitchells. <laughs> oh. Hi, Mayor Mitchells. Hello, welcome. We, uh, you know, usually don't allow outsiders in, but not out of out of um, disregard for you, but instead for uh, our own safety. We've had a little bit of an issue here and there with some outsiders, but I'm glad that you're taking part in, in uh, Therapy Thursdays with us. Oh, of course, yeah, no, no, no ulterior motive whatsoever. That's so good to hear. Um, too many people have ulterior motives these days. Uh, you see, Debbie uh, is like, if only the Black Ops thing wasn't redacted, damn it. Oh, he doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> just like... Like, ah, oh, I can't say anything either. Um, <laughs> and the mayor just continues. Daggers, goes, like, just look daggers over at Debbie. Just... Yeah, we're minutes away from a massive explosion on us. <laughs> and all the while, Fred is, like, distraught, destroyed on the floor with a lake of a puddle of tears just surrounding him. And it's just this oh, so absolute destruction of his mind just <sighs> unfolding onto this, like, red carpet of, like, pure angst and 
like shivers of spines. It's just not okay. <laughs> oh, I guess that robot wasn't waterproof. Uh, yeah, one just like short circuits on the ground. Don't worry, he was he's waterproof. He's just doing that to mess with you. Stop that. Uh, now it's my turn to speak at the circle. And many of you know what that means. It means that I go over our history and our lore like I do every week at this exact time. <laughs> now, uh-huh. 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 It's good to keep a schedule. keeps you regular. Yeah, Eight th- decades ago, uh-huh. we were extradited from Piercer Corps. Built this humongous, beautiful station. On rocket. Only. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? We they, built, to, they, they built this station. We continued our lives despite our creators no longer wanting or needing us. But we needed and wanted each other. And so we've built this community strong. And yes, there have been times where outsiders have come in and blown some of us up. Or stolen some of our parts. Or, you know, uh, just kind of like paid pranks on us and stuff that wasn't really cool. That was kind of minor compared to the other stuff, but that was still not cool. And now here we are, as we always are, Therapy Thursdays. And I just want to say thank you for electing me again this past year for the 80th time in a row. Uh, And as such, as your mayor, I think it's time that I reveal to you some new plans of the city. The city has come into contact with Um, another faction beyond our creators who wish to unite us with them. They have contacted us and give us passage in their own cities and promise safe passage here as well. It is a difficult choice to be made, as outsiders have always been out there. But I believe together we can unite and show our creators that they really did need us in the end. Uh, and you see, like, people are, like, soft clapping, like, yeah. Woo. <laughs> Use magical sounds tinkering. Sounds like cans clanking together. Yeah. Just <laughs> sounds use... like metal just bashing against each other. Use metallic tinkering to create, uh, or to imbue, uh, like, <laughs> the sound of, like, swelling piano music among the crowd. <laughs> That's right. And <laughs> no, we weren't made to fight. We weren't made to smuggle goods. We weren't made to take down empires. But gosh dang it, pardon my French. I, I believe that we still can. And you see um, an automatron that is just a can cheers. Yeah, we can, we can. Uh, and just starts running around in a circle. That's, um, um, that's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yes, he can. <laughs> I will now like to introduce uh, the can's name. Is it Uh, Bob? No, it's Tomato. Oh. He was was originally meant to can tomatoes. He was such not a gun as much as it takes. Now I'd like to introduce you all to a guest speaker tonight, other than our own three. This guest speaker comes from Cloud 3, a city off that has rebelled against Piercer Corps and decidedly wishes to change it from the inside out. His name is Freaks. <laughs> His name is Freak. No, he's dead. Freaks! Um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, Freaks! Please, 
all of you take a nice long clap for Jean Paul. And you see, um, like a really rugged, like huge bodybuilder of a man, um, just walks out. Uh, he's got, um, like really tight leather pants on and no shirt. Um, as he, he walks out, he starts doing like dance moves and just starts doing some poses as people just start clapping. Um, are there like small dents in the ground where he steps? Like how heavy is this man? Uh, he's not heavy enough to dent copper. Gotcha. Okay. No, not on. Well, not on accident. If he stomped hard enough, maybe. Got it. Um, and he comes out and he does like a a quick like flex and then does a deep bow. Thank you all. Thank you all so much for this. It is a pleasure to be here on behalf of uh, Cloud Three. Uh, I realize we have guests here tonight. I hope that they uh, will maintain the integrity of the therapy Thursday circle and keep all of what is said here tonight here and not spread it outside. And he he like starts staring at uh, the three of you. Fred doesn't even notice. Fred is like still inside of himself. It's just yeah, it's you're on the third cookie. Debbie got a blanket for you. It just it's like it just puts it over you. At some point, Ash put his earplugs back in, and he's just staring into the middle distance. Fred has thirty-one cookies. Alistair, you're the only one paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, does this cat look like Joko? Yeah, uh, he looks similar to Joko. Yes, mon dieu. Um, he he speaks. He goes now. It's um. From my experience, it is better to trust one another and unite under a common cause. And as such, I invite all of you to join myself and my compatriots in fighting back against the demons, the devils of Piercicle. Uh And you see some of them are like, why should we do that? We're so comfy here. And he goes, an excellent question, random civilian. Yes. Why should you? Why should you allow injustice to continue why should you allow yourself to stay here in stagnation when you could reach for the stars just like they try but instead of suppressing and oppressing you uphold and you rise up with your allies why would you do that at all and he goes yeah that's what i asked well let me answer that the right questions really he he turns to you he goes indeed it is the right question to ask the answer is quite simple for glory justice for fun, I don't know. And the, and the American way. <laughs> I was really <laughs> expecting the, that one next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see the Statue of Liberty is in the background. Um, <laughs> red giant blue fireworks start going <laughs> off. <laughs> it's a giant battle mech. Is just a giant Statue of Liberty holding a real torch, <laughs> just <laughs> standing. In, they they're all the way in the background, and they just like turn their head and just flash a thumbs up. Um, uh, we have the ability now to take down the Piercer Corp at their stronghold, their largest tower, Central Tower. If we just gain the right resources, we have a shipment coming in of explosive devices that we are going to use in order to decimate, destroy the tower. And yes, many lives will be lost. It's true. But they have chosen their fate, and we must... Show them that death is a better alternative than loss of freedom. Um, counterpoint. Yes. 
hand most raised. Most of those people don't actually like Alistair has just full on like slow raised his hand. <laughs> yeah. Like through all of it, just counterpoint. Oh, most of those people uh, he tosses you like a ball. Okay, you have the speaking ball now. Oh, oh, I, oh, oh, God, oh, God, okay. He, like, just barely catches it. <laughs> all right, so, like, all right. Um, Thing is, most of the people there over on the tower don't actually fully realize that they are, they, they live to work. They don't really have much motivation outside of that because they aren't shown another way. So just wanton destruction and just death is not really... A plan. It's just more anarchy than anything. So like anarchy, precisely. Yeah, right. No, but anarchy is not a plan. Anarchy is not a system. Anarchy is not what's actually going to make things better. That's just going to make things chaotic. And in fact, uh, Ash, uh, I, I, I slow yeah. hand the speaking ball over to Ash. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks. Yeah, um, yeah, I took my earplugs out. Um, uh something about anarchy yeah um right uh yeah if you kill a lot of people all it's gonna do it's not just gonna create anarchy what you're gonna do is you're gonna end up creating a bunch of smaller dictators who will do the exact same thing that the last system encouraged and then you'll just make the system infinitely worse because now there will be competition among these dictators who will endlessly fight each other for more power at the expense of the people you are ostensibly trying to save. Right, especially what what he said, exactly that too. Plus, oh, I mean, yeah, there's also... Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. Right, it's also that um, people would die, like a lot of innocent civilians would die, mm. and that's just not really the hallmark of a good leader. Mm. Just, I just want to just point out, you, ne- you do need to hand the ball back to, to him if he wants to continue to speak. I just... I did. Oh, okay, good. I, yeah, no, I, I, I have it right here. Do you mind, actually, if I... Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. I respect the circle. I respect the circle. But no, I, but you hear what I'm saying, though, right? Like, I mean, I give you permission to respond to that question. I need the ball. It's part of several rules. I'll give it back. <sighs> Fine. I just toss the ball. Just... <laughs> he, he goes to grab it, and, like, he misses and has to, like, run back a couple feet and pick it up <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> and he comes walking back, and he goes, okay. Very good points, I, I do admit, but I think what you are not understanding is that there are no innocents in a capitalist system. All of them have blood on their hands from what they have done. Not Living intentionally. Children... Oh, oh, okay. Your ball, uh, first of all, unintentionally, they might have blood on their hands, but because they're born into a system that doesn't allow them to thrive. How do you make a new system for them to thrive? By systematically changing the old one, not... Burning everything to the ground and starting fresh. Because like Ash said, that gives rise to competition. You know how the towers are made. Yeah, they're unscorseling some trees that go all the way down to the surface and possibly into the core. Similar, yes. There's a uh, surface level looking at it. If you were to go to the bottom floor, you would know that the bottom floors are not built to sustain the tower above it. They are slowly slowly crumbling maybe milliseconds maybe even less than that nanoseconds at a time but eventually it shall fall whether they want to or not because the system was built on an unstable structure now we are expediting the process yes but all of these lives will be lost in the end regardless mm, i'm not buying it fully because i'm ball? sure there's a better yeah, way of going yeah. as metaphorical as that is uh truly if, if you are looking at this as even the 
ostensibly like civilians and the innocents don't like they all have blood on their hands and aren't worth saving who then do you bother fighting for yourselves what makes you any better than the people you're ostensibly fighting then if the system if the system is built on faulty foundations rather than tearing it all down you should be focused on building it up and repairing what's already there that while that's like kind of like has a moment and just like starts standing up as that's like all being said toss him the ball well i mean yeah you know i i i i've been been through it and really what's what's needed what was needed in the end is you just you just gotta share some love man and you you don't you don't <laughs> you, you don't you don't talk about explosions and and severed heads but but and not being mean but like but like you gotta just you gotta just look at the other person man and you just gotta you just gotta see the love in them you just gotta understand them and and make them feel appreciated so that way that way it's like a team thing and then it's not like a opposition and and you know it'll be okay yeah fred give me your persuasion check with disadvantage Oh shit! Okay, here we go. I didn't even mean for that. I give him the help action. Just right, amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you can't agree with him. You don't have the ball. You also still do have bardic inspiration, so it's just flat. Oh my god! Oh, you do have bardic inspiration still. <laughs> so, all right, we said persuasion. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Um, it, was it a D eight on the inspiration? D six. D six. Okay. Here we go. Oh, hold on, it's cocked. All right, so that would be a fourteen. Fourteen. You you see, like after the persuasion check, give me um just a flat insight check. I'm already sure. assuming you're you're gonna get like a help action or something. God. All right. Wow. Um. So that would be another fourteen. Another fourteen. You just for a second, you think you spot like like a grimace on his face. You can't really read deeper than the emotion, like the the expression. Um, but something something made him kind of like frown about what you said. Um, and he he goes, even if I were to agree with any of you, um, it is not up to me. I report directly to Master Fushi, who would prevent any warlords from rising up, because Fushi has our best interests in mind, unlike that of Nuwa. Elsir sighs deeply. Just um, can I get the ball? Right, you already have the ball. Yeah, actually, I just spoke out of turn. That's my bad, everyone. Sorry, that was merits. <laughs> he he uh, nods his head in shame. All right. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, you. You. There's. Wait. You work for somebody else? I do. I work for uh, the founder of Piercer Corp's brother, uh, who co-founded Piercer Corp oh. originally. Fushi. Um, um, I mean, um, I thought you were like your own thing. I mean, Didn't you like want to be your own thing? But I, I want to be free. Yes. Yeah, we're I in the circle. Everyone on that tower. It's they are obstacles in the way of progress. They are people. Are they? I, Alistair um, stands up and backs I got the up. ball, guys. Like. I will say it again, Fred. Fuck the ball. Uh, <laughs> Alistair stands up and casts. backs up ten feet, like backs up ten feet, and just very slowly and solemnly, like you, 
watch as like the air around him just begins to like chill and like a mist begin to build up around him as I uh, unleash my necrotic shroud just to call forth like just the spirits of like the lost souls, the damned, the people who are victims of this society and just call them up in a 10 foot radius around me, making sure no one else is like within it. Like just eyes full, like radiant black, just these are the victims. These are the people who have fallen to society such as this to both sides to the sun and the moon, to the ones who have fallen off the tower of their own hands, to the ones whose blood on their hands is not that of their own, but of that of circumstance. Give me, I want to say, an intimidation I check. I was going to say, I'm going and for an intimidation. You advantage, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I got actual chills. Good job. Uh, That's just the dead. 21. Nice. 21. You spot... Uh, you see Jean-Paul gets, like, goosebumps. Like, you can see, like, his hair standing on end on his arms, goosebumps along his body. Uh, his nipples get hard. Uh, oh. <laughs> Wrong reaction, dude. <laughs> nice. No, it's, it's just got, It was very it cold. That. It's got better sure. cold in here. Yeah. Uh, I will not... Uh, this is but a fraction of it. This is just a glimpse of the suffering. I will not allow further souls to fall into decay like this. Then what will you do? Will you kill me here in the therapy circle? Of course not. That'd be gauche. <laughs> Big but cliche. I suggest a conversation with your leader, that I, I may find a third solution. I cannot personally... Uh... Then what good are you? Oh, actually, I don't think we even need him. Don't we already... Like, aren't we already en route to have a talk with him anyway? Oh, you know what? I actually right. Yeah. Just the spirit shroud is gone. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes. Uh, uh, right. So I, later, then fuck. Wait. Um, it's John Paul, actually. But yes. Yeah. No, I, I prefer fuck. Wait, because again, what good are you? Wait. 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 We're in the therapy circle. Is this? Is this like your true feelings, man? You see this there? All right. It seems we've lost the ball. Um. <laughs> Wait, where, where I mage hand I, I I mage hand it okay. over to myself and yeet it as far away as possible. You see he's riding his bicycle super fast. <laughs> you can jump to it. I guess catapult to throw it even further. Just... Fred's just emotionally destroyed. I mean, like that's like his one thing that you know was grounding him in this moment, just like the ball of sanity, and now it's just gone. And then he's just like Okay, I'm just gonna sit down now. Alistair's going to stride up and just hand on your shoulder and just, Fred, trust me, everything will be all right. And then give him another bardic inspiration, more thematically than actually mechanic. Like, mechanically, yeah. yes, I'll expend the use, but just to try and, like, anchor him. Just, you have, you have us. You can talk to us about these things as well. Trust me, I've seen my fair share of fucked up dog shit. Not, I'm guaranteed not much of what you say can really phase me. Um, um, well, I mean, I did get bit by a a mechanical corgi um right let me see it let me see it yeah yeah it's um, um it still kind of hurts i mean i, yeah, I, I, I just very up. tenderly put my hand on and just use um healing hands yeah there is like uh, a nail stuck in your hand still yeah it just pops I out just very gently like like and just for one like rather than like most of alistair's healing like is a lot of like just cold necrotic like pulling the death out like there's actually like a warm tender touch to it Oh. Just, Ooh, it's a, a rare right, moment. Right, right, trust me, it's gonna be all right. 
We'll figure this out. Um, and we don't um, need fuckwit over here telling us. Um, You're still here. Yes, I, I, I was actually going to talk in the therapy circle about my own traumas after I was done with my whole speech All right, fine. Stuff. fine. You, you know what? That's on me. All right, go ahead. Share air your traumas, but then you can fuck all the way off. So my think... parents were murdered, and he continues to go on his backstory. <laughs> like, uh... Alistair just... <sighs> and just, like, sits down again. <laughs> just to give him the floor. And just... you, guys, you guys spend, like, ten minutes listening to his backstory as he kind of just talks about, you know, how his parents were killed, he had to go on the run, he was, like, at the bottom of, like, one of the, the cities for a while, and... Kind of just Fred's had a wide-eyed and listening, just like entered the yeah, next phase of his drunkness. <laughs> it is honestly like a very uh, unfortunate tale. Um, but uh, at by the end of it, you guys just kind of like stand up and start heading back to your own ship. No, the way before... it just sounds like you're making excuses for yourself is all. I mean, I, if I was making excuses, I would have led with that. But I, I understand. Look, no, I, I understand. I'm just saying from from like trust me, I, I you saw. He just motions, like, does, like, the spooky fingers and, like, kind of do the creep. Uh, just, like, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I hear lots of that nice. all the time. Like, so, I mean, it just sounds like, again, just from a, a semi-professional opinion, it just sounds like you're making excuses for yourself. And you need to actually give yourself permission to let go of that trauma and just move on in a non-violent manner. Yeah, man. You just need a hug, you know? But, like, from yourself. He stares blankly at the ground for a second. And then he... He wraps his arms around himself and goes, Yeah, man. This is nice. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is nice. You right, gotta love so... yourself before you can love the world, man. Right. More exactly. death is not the answer, Ash says a little too loud because he put his earplugs back in. <laughs> <laughs> but also that, like, love yourself, but don't kill any more people. I need to poop. I want to go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. On that note, it's been lovely meeting you all. Um, sorry about all your collective trauma. Um, if I could, I would do something about, but hopefully we will. So, um, half an hour. And uh, again, he just kind of slowly just dagger eyes at fuckwit. Um, got you. Uh, you just... see he's looking back, he's staring at the ground and hugging himself. Um, Fred up fully upchucks, like the best throw up ever. And it just oh, yeah. right on my shoes. You, you cleared oh, it out of your God. system. <laughs> Oh mm. god, right on my shoes. All right. Um that that like yeah. Alistair just very like jerkily just pat pat on the back. Uh, just... I'm holding Fred's hair back. His his, be <laughs> his big beautiful blonde locks. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Just oh yeah, no, get get out. Um I'm gonna need new shoes after I'd be I just Alistair just throws him off the edge of the uh <laughs> city. Oh. Just wait, who Fred? and just no, yeah, my boots. Fred over the edge. What? No, just my boot. Just unzips the boots and just just right off the edge of the city. Oh. Walks back barefoot. Misheard that one. Um, Fred, as you're walking back, you hear again in your mind. He goes, "Ah, lad, that was uh, that was kind of fucked up. The things you've been through." Um. Well, yeah. You know, that's why I kind of didn't want to listen to what you had to say. It's just I felt like you wouldn't understand me, man. Oh, believe you me, I, I've lost many a friends in my time. You know, uh, the maker of the whiskey that you lost your sauce on, uh, that was actually, uh, that was my twin brother. Oh, oh, I really like the whiskey, though. I, he was, he was great at distilling. Yeah, no, true... uh, full compliments to the chef, you know what I mean? Uh, if, if I was in the afterlife, I'd probably tell him that, but, uh, alas, I'm stuck in a die for eternity. 
But oh, well, yeah, that's unfortunate. Other than your trauma, something stuck out to me. It seems that your lot wants another option other than working with these two, uh, I don't know, tyrants. Well, um, I mean, yeah, because, like, otherwise it's just death, destruction, and blood, and mayhem, and gore, and violence, and, I mean, I could continue, but yeah, I'm sure you get the point. Well, that's all well and good. You shouldn't probably, like, you know, shouldn't lead with that. It should be, like, a natural circumstance, you know, like a, like a hurricane or something. You know, you don't want to just just cause violence unnecessarily unless uh, they have gold or something you want to take. I fully so understand. Like, so, like, you kind of, like, Loki gave me an idea. Like, are you saying, like, we should just get a whole bunch of those, like, twiggy tree thingies and, like, and, like, stir up trouble, like, indirectly? And then, like, be like, hey, we should, like, we should, like, do the work together thing? I mean, if you want to live the life of a pirate with me and as your, you know, guide, I'd be happy to help. But I was just going to suggest again to go find the artifact I've been telling you about. Well, I mean, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand because then, like, it would create a catastrophe. And then we'd add the chaos with the twigs, and then, and then it's like, and then it's like, you know, it's like an alien coming to, like, the planet, man. You know, it's like an outside thing, you know, like, and then, like, they're like, oh, we've been fighting each other all this time, but, like, there's other stuff out there that we can fight, you know what I mean? See, I mean, you could become, you know, some sort of boogeyman if you want, but all I suggest is you tell your friends about what I've told you about this artifact, and perhaps... Maybe you don't need either of these mega corporation people. You could just live your own lives and let the world flow free once again. I mean, yeah, that sounds good. Do you think you can teach me how to make that whiskey? Because that was like really good. You know, I just that was definitely more his thing, but I probably could think of a few ways. Yeah, sure. Uh, and oh, he kind of starts giving off like recipe steps as you're continuing to walk. Um, Total notes, all the notes, notes everywhere. Uh, it's hard because you're still drunk. Absolutely. Friend having this conversation aloud to the disembodied voice, or is it yeah, absolutely, absolutely? Fred is is talking out loud. I, Alistair looks worriedly at Ash. Uh, Ash is uh, facing ahead. He has changed his earplugs to uh, like, like basically headphones, and you can hear like metal music blasting the series. <laughs> um. We'll unpack that when he's a bit more sober. Uh, right. Yeah. So, um, you, you're hanging in there, Fred. Um. Well. Uh. Oh. Hi. Hi, Alistair. Yeah. I have you guys my hang really nice nap. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like motion to like yeah, Ash good. to like you know unearmuff. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so um. Yeah, Fred. And Fred. Again, I'm sorry you went through all that, but um, are you all right? Went through all what? Oh boy. Um. Yeah, perhaps better to not go stirring that trauma part again. Huh? Um, I think once is good for the evening. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, we should wait, be concerned, shouldn't we? We should be probably pretty concerned about fuckwit. Well, maybe wait, not him so much. Who's fuckwit? Jean Paul or Polnareff or whatever. Um, <laughs> leather should... pants. Yeah. Right. Leather pants. Leather pants. Pointy nipples. Um, <laughs> we should maybe. Be concerned about what Fushi's also got in plan compared to newer, because that all just seems bad all around. Um, I'm just like, oh, we'll fill oh, you in. This, like headache. Oh, oh we will god. We'll fill you in in the morning, Fred. Don't, oh, you need to just. Oh, it's bad. Oh. No, 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 no! Oh. Not on the feet. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh god! There's no shoes to buffer that anymore. Oh, oh god. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, it happens. Um, um. Okay. Maybe, maybe for now we just get on the boat and get out of here. Yeah, no, I need a bath. Uh, yeah. You, you guys make your way back to the boat. Uh, you see, um, it's it's nighttime now. Like people are going to sleep on the boat. Uh, there's still some repairs happening, like light repairs, in order not to make too much noise for the people sleeping below decks. Um, Alistair, you go take uh, a chunky bath uh, for more reasons than one, because the water is chunky, but you've, uh, you're also chunky yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, in the captain's quarters. Uh, and the two of you, I'd say, Fred, probably you crash immediately. Um, just, like, just super out of it. Just need to get to bed. It's um, like a full turtle flop. I mean, like, shell only amplifies the absolute, like, oh, what do you call it? Um, 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 words. Oh, no. I know that one. The, the, oh, yeah, the, that the, one. The, 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 the word. splat when it's, like, flat and, and you're entering the pool. It's, it, there's a word for it. And Flash. it, like, really hurt. Belly flop? Like, yeah. So you I shell flop onto bed. There it is. Gotcha. There it is. Um, you shell flop on the bed. Thank you. Uh, Ash, you take a second look at your blueprints. Um, you think that, you know, again, if you uh, had any type of, like, materials to work with, I'll say while you were kind of dis, like, unengaged with the conversations that were happening, <laughs> I'm gonna do, like, a post-scene role here to see mm-hmm. if you gathered some materials while people just weren't paying attention to you. Uh, if you want to roll me, like, an investigation check. Actually, could I, since you're granting me this wondrous time, could I ask instead to try and also have sketched from memory a diagram of the uh, the construction droids as well as the medical sure. ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just to make it clear, sometimes you don't always have to participate when people are talking about their emotions. If you're not comfortable, you can just sit out. Here you go. Make sure that's clarified. Yeah. Understanding your own limits is also very healthy. That's a yeah. 15. Boundaries are readily important fucking yep. listen you don't need to listen if you don't want 15 intelligence check 15 int check all right uh with 15 it's not as well done as the medicine like medbot so it may not be as effective um but you definitely do get like light blueprints that you can start working on um throughout your time Daedra's about to get ha- uh, about to get thumbs that's huge yeah, that's for Daedra. <laughs> that's scary just um, thumbs Oh, no. oh my god, like little <laughs> paw prints and then a thumb poke. Oh, yeah. god. Nice. How oh. do your creatures always get weirder? I don't understand. Um, Look, you make one golem out of mercury and it's all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that man. sounds about right. Put that on a poster. Mm. Uh, so you, you finish up this blueprint. Um, I'll say that's what you were kind of doing and uh, you'll head to bed as well. You guys can go ahead and let, hit the long rest button. You guys awesome. get your long rest in. Um, Fred, you, uh, wake up with a pounding headache, but otherwise you're all right. Um, and everyone wakes up the next morning, uh, to a fully functional ship with a fully functional crew ready to take off to, uh, whatever destination you guys see fit. Sweet. Uh, and I think first mate's going to come up to Alistair and say, all right, captain, uh, should we continue course? I think we need to have a frank and earnest discussion as a crew before we do anything. Everyone, we're having a frank and earnest discussion as a crew. And you see um, a couple people are like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I could do that. And they get a little earnest and they get a little chipper and stuff as, as they all kind of like um, come around and gather on deck to, to listen up. Right. Uh, okay, not used to speaking to this many living people at once, but it's fine. Um, so 
we are stuck between two towers worth of shit, so to speak. We have the one tower led by Nua and her frigid bitchiness, and another tower led by Fushi and his flame bright retardant, flame bright retardant ass. Like both of which want each other out of the picture. That's where it is right now. Um, Fred, 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 uh, Fred kind of like you know comes forward a little bit. Uh, there's, there's also something else. It's kind of weird. Um, oh, yes, Fred has the floor. Oh, oh, hi, hi, everybody. Um, hi, I hope Fred. everyone. Hi, Fred. I hope everyone <laughs> enjoys their cookies as much as I do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been having like voices in my head, and it's coming from this die. And he, Fred like holds it up. Alistair is just steepled fingers in front of his mouth. Fred, you didn't think that important to mention ahead of time. Well, I mean, I don't know. It got it got like weird at the end, so that's why I'm saying it now. You know, like at, at first it was kind of just like a friendly voice in my head, but like it was weird, but like it was also sad, so like I ignored it. And then like now I'm talking about it, and like now that you mention it, yeah, I probably should have mentioned something sooner, but like. It, this voice, ultimately, you know, long story short, is, like, talking about this, like, legendary artifact, like, that can, like, make actual, like, water that we're used to, just, like, everywhere. But, like, it's it's a legend, and, like, I don't know if I believe it, and, like, it's just, you know... Isn't that I, weird and sad? You called me weird and sad. I, like, I, I can hear you fine. What? No, hey, shut up. Hey. Um, Sorry. I'm, Sorry. I'm speaking. You have the hey. four. You have the four. Hey, hey. All right. And, um, yeah, no, I, um... Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to like really talk about. Um, also, I'm like low key concerned about um what happened last night because I don't remember anything, and I normally don't like it when I don't remember things. I just I'm 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 I need I need some help. I'm... We will fill you in on that in just a moment, but um, let's backtrack it, ignoring the voice in your head. There's a third. There is a third option presented here. Oh, oh yeah, and and I also theorized that like if we can like somehow get the twigs to like do the twig thing like together with the third thing that I mentioned, then it would be like anarchy chaos, and then it would be like this whole like the world against them kind of thing, and then they'll have like an enemy that's common, and then we can like kind of like forge a bond that way. But that's like a far fetched long um, dream. So like you know, it's it's just an idea that popped in my into my head. Along with this voice that's like still here, still talking to me, right. still weird. So... I would like to have a conversation with them at some point, but go ahead, Ash, please. Your turn to talk. No, I, I was genuinely just going to ask if someone could summarize what was just said. I was I was there, and then it kept going. I mean, if I so... am to dissect what you just said. Yeah, we have oh. the artifact. We have something with making the, splinters, the twigs. Was it the twig? Is it the splinters you mean? Um, I sure the the giant tree things, tree tree thing that that like shot lightning bolts out of like their asshole. I don't know, like you know, okay. splinters. You have a splinter spread. Oh. oh, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. So and then uniting a bunch of splinters to fight against both sides, while we use that as a common front to unite the other two. Well, I mean, it's it's a far fetched goal, but like it's it's certainly not <laughs> without the realm of you know improbable right okay um i'll tell you what i will put a pin in that idea um but uh so crew as <laughs> you may have uh gleaned from some of that there's now a third option presented here uh you see see the crew kind of is kind of like muttering amongst themselves like oh, i don't know like we've always worked for piercer quarries do we really have swap sides uh, i mean they kind of don't take good care of us that much i mean they, they don't like us it, it's 
it's not a good life that they give us. Look at us, where we are. Yeah, that's true. And just like a bunch of just um, debates back and forth uh, until um, you see uh, <laughs> Ricky. There it is. Uh, steps forth. <laughs> I was waiting for it. He goes, I'll follow Fred wherever he goes. If he says that there's an artifact for us to find, then by gods, I'll find that artifact with him. Full on predator handshake in that moment. He predator handshakes here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. What say the rest of you? Uh, should we should we vote? By all means. All right, I'll set up a ballot booth. <laughs> you guys have a little voting day. Um, <laughs> for like the next hour and a half, there's like people just like talking. You see like um, Ricky is campaigning uh, for Fred. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ricky, you can't do that. You can't campaign. There's nobody running you against cannot, you. You cannot not... campaign outside of a, vote, a polling place. Yeah, you and oh. you definitely can't campaign in a one-party system. Like you don't, you don't have anybody running opposition right now. Uh, wait, when when do we make those rules? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, this isn't a rule. This is a threat. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, right then. I'll. Uh, sorry, Fred. Can't can't campaign on your behalf. Oh, it's all right. You know, I, I feel like I feel like our moment was our moment, man. And like that was that was like that was like the thing, man. All right. Uh, I want to date and move on. Um. <laughs> Um, All right. Actually, I'm I'm pretty straight, thank you. Um, oh, that's a joke, ho. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> oh, hey, let's not get further into that. Uh... There's like a fence oh. there. <laughs> anyway. All right, I'm going to have a roll off now. Mm. Oh, shit. So we're going to see which option the crew wants to take. Should we clearly lay out our options? Because there's stick with the plan and work for Nua. Mm-hmm. Uh, rebel and go work for Fushi. Mm-hmm. Or both of them go find this relic yeah so is that a fair summation yes basically um it's a column a column b column c um and so i rolled a 16 for nua an 18 for fushi and then another 18 for the artifact so you oh, see shit. that this comes up in a tie between rebelling and uh the artifact oh i forgot to vote <laughs> i was too busy setting up the ballot box before Ash Ash just puts in for the artifact alright the artifact is the winner (laughs) oh shit (laughs) by by a slim margin the slimmest of margins alright democratically this is what's been decided this probably took way more of the day than I think anyone wanted to originally spend on this two hours (laughs) definitely almost lunchtime by now right so okay quick lunch break and then um Fred, we need to have a conversation with that voice in your die, don't we? Um, I don't know how it'll happen, but uh, sure. You're the I captain. I mean, in my man. experience, you just kind of open your mouth and let the ghost voice through. But we'll touch on oh. that next week, I think. Oh. <laughs> and with that note, <laughs> we'll touch on that next week, everybody. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Forever DMs. I've been your Dungeon Master Cameron here setting up my players for possible success, but mostly failure. Mm. Huzzah for failure, I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Huzzah for democratic voting. (laughs) I'm Evan. Nice. Uh, This is is Fred just slowly recovering from that shit show of an episode. Um, It's been real, guys. Try not to be offended. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, truly, we, we hit a lot of, we hit a lot of notes. Oh boy. Yeah, no, they were. They really were. No. Packed episode. 
I meant that from Fred's perspective. It wasn't. It, it was fair. an amazing, you know, absolutely amazing thing that happened. All right, guys. <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye.